Why are you laughing? <laughs> because as soon as the as soon as the thing started recording, like as soon as we saw that it was recording, we both just looked at each other like, okay, are we gonna go? Are you gonna go? I'm sick, so. Hey, hello, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's up? up? Oh, look at you harmonizing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hi guys, we're back together again. Hi guys, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Uh, hi, how are you doing, Anna? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. I have I have a few tests next next week that I'm not excited and all ready for. But we'll get there. How are you doing? Just academically, I what's wrong? Someone did things to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the test back. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, it was rough. Um, yeah, academic weapon is activating. <laughs> yeah, also, she's a little bit sick. Yeah. She's sickening. But... <laughs> that was such a dad joke for, like, our generation. Yeah, it really was. It was like a, a dad slash drag joke. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about this quickly before we get into the topics of today. But anyone that has watched RuPaul's Drag Race season 15, how are we feeling about the finale? I need to know from the people. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> was it disappointing? No. Well, okay. So I was, if, if you don't want to hear spoilers, just like. I, I don't ahead. spoil for people. No, but I want to talk about... Okay, it wasn't disappointing. The person that I was... Like, the girl that I was supporting didn't win. But I have such a love for the for the person that did win that I don't mind. Yeah. Does it make sense? Like, the person that I supported, love her so much, will always love her. But the person that won, like, I'm so happy for her. Like, she fucking deserved it. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. And the final <laughs> lip sync. The final lip sync. Oh my gosh. Even if you're not a fan of Drag Race, just go, like, watch some of the lip syncs that these queens do. Like, watch some of the stunts and the performances that they do. Like, just, even if you're not a fan of drag, just appreciate it for the art form. Like, oh my gosh. Anyway, okay. yeah, that's all I want to say. Um, Yeah, I went to, like, a, two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, a music, not a festival, but, like, Basically, an event and DJs play different sets. Yeah, yeah, so it was really good. Who was playing that? You told me about the. Um... I saw Durban Goko. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. So good. Really? So good. Okay. And it made it better that I paid zero rand for the ticket. What? It was free? Yep. No way. That's insane. I was actually I was looking on Howler. And um, like the concerts yesterday, trying to figure out like if there was any festivals coming up, couldn't really find anything. Also, I need to go find out like who performed at Coachella, how they performed. Yeah, I will get to that. Blah blah blah, because that happened like recently, didn't? Yeah, we? we'll get to that. Okay, cool. But yeah, it was zero rand. However, getting the tickets was hunger games. Why? Oh, because it's obviously free, so everyone online. Ha! Huh? Literally. You can only buy one ticket. And I was going with a friend. I got the ticket. And I was sitting, um, I was using very strong Wi-Fi, the uni Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 12 midday. As soon as it said top, I click one ticket. I'm clicking two tickets. And then I was like, okay, just check out. Fill in all my details. Because you know, um, like Apple has that thing like autofill as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, and then I was like, and then it was done. And then I tried to go back for a second ticket. All the tickets were gone. And then I had to wait two days later for the second phase to try and get my friend a ticket. Oh, my word. Yeah. And I got her a ticket. She was like, you are motherfucking G, dude. I don't know how you did that. Shit, that's insane. Yeah. It is so stressful to buy concert tickets online. It is so stressful. So I'm prepared for the Beyonce Hunger Games. But hopefully when she does happen to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone can literally put your girls on. Yeah. In the Club Renaissance mosh pit. Yes. Oh my, I want to be in a mosh pit. I want to mm. be 
sponsor the... your girlies someone yes someone listening all the all the the, the foreign the foreigners listening foreigner <laughs> with your foreign currencies yeah sponsor us, <laughs> sponsor us. anyway um yeah i'm so excited for the concerts that are coming because i'm manifesting it beyonce will come taylor swift will come <laughs> can't really think of anyone else that i care about more than those two but anyway um yeah but what has been going on this week so this footballer hakimi yeah okay so sorry for anyone that's like not familiar i don't have any social medias like any tiktok instagram whatever but sorry i just have to say we are however getting an instagram account so you can go follow us on instagram at the Yapa Yapa podcast okay anyway. i feel like it's also going to be easier for you guys to like communicate Yes, Maybe. like we had DMs on, like replying on comments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, please go follow and drop a like. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I don't know like anything that's going on recently. Not like anything. I mean, obviously you hear something through the grapevine, but the stories that Sunil Temo wants to tell me today, I have not heard of. So that's what we're going to discuss. Yeah. So Hakimi. Very famous footballer. He's Moroccan. Okay. Um, I'm a football fan. If anyone knows, like I'm a Liverpool. Huge, yeah, I'm a huge football fan. So he plays for PSG. <coughs> estimate. This is an estimate. I'm not sure. It's not. It's an estimate. Allegedly, he gets paid <laughs> one million or more by PSG a month. One million euros. Yeah. <gasps> Oh. apparently after taxes football money is so insane it's insane to the big clubs other people like if you trickle it down don't get paid a lot yeah yeah, yeah. but no 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 like the, but the big clubs yeah the because 0.1 yeah because they get they owned by these big owners like owners like you know, people that are rich, that are yeah. not on Forbes list, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but basically, he is getting, um, his wife filed for divorce. and Wait, so he's divorcing? Like, he's the one that... No, the wife. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Filed for divorce. And um, the wife basically wants half of everything. Yeah. Come to find out. They get to court. Yeah. The judge says, Miss Ma'am, your man has nothing. <gasps> And she's like, dude, that makes no fucking sense. He's like, he's a mo- he. Yeah, he's making he's a playing for the most month. one of the most like. He's making money, not just of football. Yeah, but of other things. Like, there's no ways. Yeah, we're living in this house. We're driving cars. Like he has these cars, and we're like, he has not even a cent to his name, not even <gasps> close to his name. And she's like, that makes no sense. And then he was like. Technically, all of his assets are under his mom, so it's actually his mom's assets. No, Lord, do not. The mama's boys won today, like that day. The mama's boys won. I am Habibi shocked. Habibi, are you kidding me? Yes, so all his assets are technically his mother's, and obviously, she's not gonna give to the, to the woman. She can't, you can't give because obviously it's the most assets. That is fucking insane. The thing he owns is under his mom's name and he did it a long time ago. It's not like he did it now. He did it a long but time he ago. he knew, he knew this was coming. And, and please, how he did it a long time ago and the fact that they were married and he never told her. Dude, that, I wow. I want to know. I mean, obviously, okay, so if that happened and he did not tell her, I am inclined to think that he knew that she was probably going to divorce his ass at some stage, right? I think it's... He was covering all his bases. That's like signing a prenup, but just having your mom sign it instead of you. Like, that's... Well, I mean, I'm talking as if I know anything from... But there's a 12-year gap between them. So he is currently 24, and... um. She is That's 36. so young. She's 36. I think they got married when they were 16. Wait. Uh, not 16, when he was 19, I think. Wait, 2020, 2020 minus... He was about 21. But they Wait. started dating, I think, when he was 19 or something. 
And she's how much older than him? 12 years. So she's 36. <gasps> oh, no. That's a lot of years. And 19 is very young. Not, I think they started dating when he was 19. Yeah, but that's he got not sitting well with me. Yeah? That's not sitting well with me. He got married in 2020. Yeah, that age gap's not doing it for me. So, I think the, something about her mom, my mom will always know. She knew. Her mom, like his mom said this knew. one. Yeah, she knew. She just didn't want to, like, say it outright to him. Because obviously if she told him, hey, I don't like your wife, blah, 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 that's going to cause a lot of family feud. So instead, she was clever and she was like, just, you know, she was planning for the worst. Yeah, and the husband, and, and then Hakimi was kind of like, okay, vibes. That is so insane. She has a sense his name. Dude! Oh my gosh! Let me tell you, if I was that lady, Lord knows. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't say it could never be me. Ah, let me not say that. <laughs> let me not say that. But I, why I don't did know. She... I don't know how I'd react in that courtroom. Why did she? Yo, I want to see footage of what happened in that courtroom when she like found that. And out. the reactions after. I'm not sure if this is uh, the real video, but like not the real video, but in the real video of context, someone like on TikTok was like him and his um Hakimi and his mom dancing after the court yes, thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, were they not dancing, Habibi? They were. Dude! They were breaking it down. Wait, but I want to know, why did the wife file for, divo- for divorce? I'm not sure. I haven't read up on that part, but apparently it was... Yeah, I can't say. I, I haven't really read up on that part. Yeah. But yeah. That is... I'm, I want that in a movie. I want that court scene, like, in a, you know, the Crazy Rich Asians, where, um, in that movie, where the daughter, I, f- I forgot all their names now. Astrid. The, yes. No, Astrid is, no, Astrid is the sister. Yeah. The main character. Where she goes and sits with his mom. Yeah. With Nick's mom. And then they're sitting around the mahjong table. And then she's, like, kind of telling her, well, your son just proposed to me, but, like, that whole mic drop scene. Yeah. I Which is, like... Basically, um, you basically, um, um, the reason why your son can like marry someone else is because I gave yes, him up. Yes, yes. So one day in the future, when you see when Nick meets a woman <laughs> that is good enough for him, according to you, or that is good enough for you, and you see your grandchildren running around playing in the field in the cherry blossoms, just know that it is because of me that you get to have that life. Yeah. Like she tells, oh, it is such a fucking good scene. Anyway, so then, and she ends up winning the, the game as well, and then she walks away like such a boss bitch. Anyway, so I want a scene like that where this football player is telling his wife, that he has nothing on his name and that everything is his mommy's. And I want to see, you know the scene in Crazy Rich Asian, like after she won then and she walks out? Yeah. And her mom stands up and she like looks at the, at the, at Nick's mom. Yeah. And then they walk out together. I want to see that scene where he then walks up, like walks out and then his mom like looks at his wife. I want that scene in film. That is insane. Yeah, but... Yeah, I really haven't read up on why he's gotten, why she filed for divorce. But yeah, the, the fact that that happened, dude, if I was in that fucking courtroom, best believe uh, I'm, I'm popping the fuck off. I feel like I'd pop the fuck that's off. That's hilarious. Holy shit. Okay, anyway. But that's such a mama's boy move. That is such a mama's boy move. Oh my word. Dude, that's something my mother would do for my little brother. Really? Yeah. First of all, yeah. my mom's an accountant, so that wouldn't make a she lot can of sense. She cook their books. <laughs> no, she wouldn't do that. No, she, she loves doing taxes. So that's you one told thing. me that's insane. She loves doing taxes. She's that is currently so studying to do taxes. She loves, like she tells me, I can't wait until you make a lot of money. And I will charge you for doing your taxes. 
Dude, that is insane. I have never heard of someone who likes doing taxes. And never mind that. I've never, like, I never understand when people say that they enjoy things like, like math and accounting and especially accounting. Math, I can still kind of understand. But accounting, oh, I just love accounting and making the columns add up. I just cannot fathom it. I don't understand it. My brain does not break. Yeah, me me too. My mom tried to make me take accounting in grade 10. That was my dad. I said no. And then she was like, okay. Dude, in my three months. I took business though. No, I didn't even do that. I got a distinction for business. Mm-mm. So in the I three a... months, in the three months that I studied to become before I realized that I hated and I dropped out, um, <laughs> <laughs> accounting was the single worst module that I've ever taken in my life. It is awful. Like I just, I could not fathom why certain things were going certain it was just oh it was such a fuck up for me i hated that also um yeah people in our uni specifically yo accounting's the pits people yeah actually yeah. our become faculty like it's hard work actually no become is insane become is crazy actually anything in our uni our I uni like is very academically rigorous people are people love looking down on certain degrees and like certain fields of study, but I genuinely feel that if you're in any tertiary institution, whether it be practical or theoretical, like whether you are in a college or in a varsity or you're doing something practical or whatever, that is such hard work. Like, and even if you just go out of school, like into business and you start like gaining practical knowledge, like maybe you don't go study, but you further your horizon somewhere else. Like, People need to stop acting like one is more valid or less valid than the other. Yeah. Like, they are all so insanely difficult. I was speaking to someone who studied somatology um, yesterday because my acne <laughs> is acneing right now. So yeah. I'm going to go get a facial. And I was speaking to the women and whatever. It is so much biology. The things that she told me about my skin, like the ways in which she told me my skin is shit, the big words that she used. Also... <laughs> Also, those people can't use certain products on you. Exactly. And use it on me, even if we might have the same skin problem. Yep. Because I am black and you're white. Yeah. It affects our skin differently. Yeah. Or how symptoms appear on your skin. Exactly. And my skin. Exactly. And like sun damage looks completely different. Yeah. You know, it is insane. So I. Also, like people that do humanities are so fucking disrespectful like disrespected they are as a woman in humanities yes <laughs> as women in humanities 1000 fucking pers- take second and third year english and then come talk to me yeah yeah take literature take literature for a few years and then come and have a chat to me write a 4500 word essay about two forms comparing them in specific theoretical theories and then come and the symbolism and the symbolism etc etc like come in i feel like i sound so stupid when i try and explain like what but, and then people like, are about but and then people are like oh what's the use for them can i just like, say okay everything most of everything you consume yes do it's it. humanities this podcast <laughs> Music, art, television. That's what I'm saying. Everything is humanities. And this is another thing, right? It's to do with human and interaction and just... Yeah, with the increasing commodification of relatability, etc., 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 like Brittany Brosko also said, I think I referenced that in like two episodes ago, but with this like, I don't, this like growing sense of, um, I almost want to say like technological advancement, like certain things that, I mean, now we have ChatGPT. We should do an episode on that. That is insane. Anyway, like ChatGPT, the AI that you can literally like have write your entire like math quiz for you, blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. There are so many degrees and jobs that are going to become absolute, not now, but at some stage, because there are so many degrees that can be at least in some part taken over or helped by technological advancements humanities are never going to get there like yes you have ai art but it's always in conjunction with an artist because it's always do you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's always and also writing have you read some of the books that the ai is written makes no sense it's so dumb it you lacks cannot, an em- emotive yes it lacks emotion and emotive touch so there are 
no job. Psychology. Psychology is a job that will never, ever, ever go out of practice. Philosophy, another one. Because that is also, because, I mean, humanities, the whole faculty is the oldest faculty for a reason. Yup. Like that was before, like, universities existed in the in the capacity that, that they do today. That was the first faculty of knowledge that people sought to seek out, which was humanities. And humans, the environment, the effects of the changing world will always need to be studied. Sociology, anthropology, like those are such important. And once again, I'm not saying this at all to discredit anyone that's, you know, I'm not discrediting the girls in STEM, but I'm just saying that I feel like... Well, okay, let's say because we in humanities, we feel like a lot of people have disrespected us. No, no. I mean, it's not just like I feel like that has happened. It, ha- it has happened yeah. multiple times. Like I'd, I've had people tell me, like, oh, you can do nothing with a BA degree. By the way, what are you studying? And then I have to be like, well, I'm doing BA, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me just say it. I'm doing BA visual studies. It's like then, and then they'll go like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's okay. Because it's not just a BA gene. It's like, it's so... It's just so strange to me. And then the whole thing of, oh, what's the difference between, like, the amount of BA jokes that I know? What's the difference between a family? No? What's the difference between a pizza and a BA degree? The pizza can feed a family of five. Like, such, like, it's the dumbest thing. And, like, the Afrikaans saying, like, be a manfan, which is just, like, you're, you're do, just doing a BA to get a rich husband. No. Like, that is such a... It's actually... It is so weird to me. Like... It's and let's be honest, most of them are in the engineering or faculty. Yep. Yep. Or don't hate me, but medicine. People in medicine. They and I mean yes, listen, I'm not discrediting like the work that they do. That is an insane course. Yeah. But don't belittle me. You know what I'm saying? Like don't I would never belittle you for not I don't know I was just once I was once in a conversation with a bunch of people um from the medical faculty and we were speaking about I think we were speaking about mythology and Greek gods etc etc and the amount of people that did not know who Aphrodite was or who did not know like like quote-unquote basic things about Greek mythology about Greek mythology which is also I'm not saying that Greek mythology is the be-all end-all I mean it's very Eurocentric, but I'm just saying that there are a lot of things that we know that they don't necessarily do, yeah. you know? I'm not, and once again, I'm not at all discrediting what they're doing. Not at all. Like, I mean, they are the first people. They are literally the front line when we hit pandemics such as COVID. You know, like, I have such a respect for people in that field. I just feel like don't belittle what I'm doing just because you feel that you're job or your career is of a higher importance than mine yeah so i don't know probably because what, what i'm studying in the ba is more it's like highly respected yes very like so it's kind of like i don't get it that bad yeah, yeah yeah i think because mine is a little bit more like in the fine uh, arts division yeah like the fine arts slash film division it's kind of like a theoretical bridge between the two um, and like, I also have like my majors. I'll say my major. One of my majors is politics. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, that's like respectable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then when people hear that you have um, like art or art history or film study or you know things like that, but then people are also so quick to say that oh, you can see I hate this film. It was written by such a stupid person. No, 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 because you don't want the smart people to be in film. So why are you complaining if the film is dumb, quote, unquote? <laughs> it pisses me off so much. Same with um, same with other careers like plumbing. Plumbing, construction. Yeah. Dude, you want to be so mad if someone fucks up your plumbing, but you disrespect the people that go to school for like plumbing. Like trade, trade workers. Trade workers. You want to be like, so mad if one of the trade workers in your house fucks up something, but then you discourage people from going to do trade work because it's not respectable. I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry, what? Trade workers literally make a, a lot of money. Yeah, that, that's another like, issue. I'm so sorry, not in a bad way. Like, no, what? not even it's in a bad way. A lot of them, okay, I've known that, I know, like, 
quite a bit of them make a lot of money. Can you tell me what a call out fee for a locksmith is? Mm. It's four fifty no just for way. them to come. Depending on the locksmith, just for them to come to you is four fifty. And if you out of their like range, some of them charge you even more. And then what they do, or like when you lock your door or something, what they do is basically five minutes, sometimes, sometimes not all times, five minutes or ten minutes of their time. Yeah. And then they're going to charge you for what they did. Because that's the thing. People charge you for the knowledge that they have that you don't. Yeah. Because that's another thing. I can't do that. So that's why I'm paying someone so much money to come and do it. And I don't want to learn to do it. Sorry. No, I don't care. No, that's My geezer burst the other day. No, did it? Yeah, but it's out of my house. Okay, thank goodness. I didn't even know it burst. They just came and fixed it. <laughs> to be honest, my dad was pissed. Dude, I also He was pissed because they're like, you can't just come and fix something and not tell the owner of the house. That makes no sense. I was literally leaving for class and I was like, my geezer was on the floor, dude. Oh my out. gosh. But anyways, my dad was a bit pissed about that. Um so dude, my geezer was on the floor. I don't know how much that was, but it was quite a bit. Yeah. And because you have to like claim from insurance. And the other day they fixed my oven. Dude, it was 1500 And oh. they only worked on it for about 10 minutes. Dude, that ah. is insane. So yeah. But People that insane. do trades. Yeah, and it's such a respectable... The same with um, people that work in cinematology. Like, that's another thing, like, oh, it's just painting toenails, it's just, like, doing nail art, it's just... (laughs) There is so much that they are, like, taught that we don't even know about, like, how certain dyes work on certain hair types, why you can't cut a certain nail in a certain way because otherwise, like, X, Y, and Z will happen. There are just so many things like that that we don't know of and i think it's time that we stop looking down on people doing something different than us i mean i'm acting like i'm saying something so profound but it's i mean it's literally that in in all aspects of life like you can break every like ism racism homophobia like you can break all of them down into this thing like stop looking down on people that are different from you yeah but with that what you said about people that do nails and hair i feel like they've lost somewhat credit because people go to people that are not licensed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Don't go to unlicensed people. Like if you, I mean, obviously everyone starts somewhere, but if you go to an unlicensed or an inexperienced person, then (coughs) you can't expect the treatment that you're going to get from people that have actually gone to school for this. But I mean, also some people that have gone to school as a black person, they're not going to, they're not going to, they don't know how to deal with my hair because it's not in the syllabus. That's also so fucked up. Why is it not in the syllabus? I can't walk into your hair store and say, can I please have a blowout, for example? Yeah. They're going to rip my hair out. But that is so because it's because you, like, we're living in South Africa. Why is that not... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why is that not part of the syllabus? It makes no sense to me. Like, I'm actually shocked that that's not in the syllabus for them. Yeah. Like, that you that you have to go to someone... You have to go to a different... To a specialist or to a... That is... You have to go to, like, a different type of school. That's just insane to me. It's so weird. To learn how to work with black hair. Dude, but that is... Like I said, that and, is so okay, insane to me because... Some people that... Most people that I know of that work with black hair, it's not even... Some of them didn't go to school. It's a kind of a thing of I, I was raised doing Yeah, yeah, like hair. they learned how to do it on themselves yeah. or on family members and stuff. Yeah. That's insane. But you have to go to a different school. But I feel like the fact that we I never said that, but the fact that we live in South Africa where the majority of the women in South Africa have this specific type of, not necessarily the specific type of hair, because obviously there's a lot of diversity within that as well. But why? When you mean, you're basically saying when 80% of the population are people of color. Yes. When 80% of the population are people of color, <laughs> why is that not in the syllabus? Like, why are we not learning? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Why are we not learning to do those hair so that you can walk into any salon? And ask for any type of treatment from any type of person. You know? Yeah. Anyway. 
Okay, so. <laughs> wow, on. that was a long tangent. Yeah. Moving on. So Coachella was this weekend, weekend one. Yes. Oh my gosh. I watched ba- Blackpink sit. I want to watch them so bad. I'm going to watch so them. So good. Again. So good. Even when mm. they say their names, introduce themselves. Yeah. Hi, my name's Rose. How they did it. I'm not going to watch it after this. Oh my gosh. So good. Can I tell you, the girlies were giving it. But they oh, are the- such performers. They, they were so good. Really? So good. I feel like me and Jenny would be friends. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go watch that. Also, I saw Frank Ocean perform for like the first time in six years. Wait. Okay. Hold the fucking phone. Okay. But yeah, Coachella. Um, obviously, people were like, it's like lost its peak. It definitely has. Like it's lost its peak. Like. I think maybe maybe social media has ruined it. People, the peak of Coachella to me was not like I know, but it feels like the peak of Coachella was when the fashion was everyone was dressing like boho and everyone was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm sorry for me. It was 2016, like when it was 2016, 2017. In eighteen, yeah, that was when it was. Yeah. Where like, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like very now on social media. Yeah, it was. It seemed very. Actually, I will say twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen is when it peaked because Beyonce performed that most iconic performance. By Chella. <laughs> I will be forever angry at my parents for not giving birth to me in America. <laughs> So that I could see that performance. Dude, that's okay. Here's another thing about Coachella. I don't know anything about it, but it seems like if you don't buy the VIP pass, you're going to have a pretty shitty experience. How people were sharing their, um, like people, for the first time on TikTok, I saw people that were not influencers, normal people like you and me, yeah, were sharing how they experienced Coachella. So they were camping. Yeah. It wasn't glamping. That was proper camping. They were camping. Man, yeah. And showing how the lines for the showers were taking hours. Yep. Dude, the li- and it's hot. That's exactly it's what I'm saying. hot. And they were saying, like, the food and drinks cost so much yeah. money. Mm. So much money. Also, it's in the middle of the desert. You're literally in the middle of the desert. Everything is dusty. It's so bad for your lungs and for your airways. Like... And now you're camping in the... It's just... It seems like it's such a thing where it's the most fun for the people with the most money. Yeah, and someone said, like, um, like you can only drink in specific areas. Oh, my word. Of the festival. That is so weird. Yeah. But what I like about a concept of such a big festival like that is the amount of artists you get to see... In like, one show, yes. Oh my yes. gosh, you know Pink Pantress? Yes, I love Pink She Pink performed, Pantress. she performed, crowd was giving nothing. Babes, come here. Let me give you, come to South Africa. This is why these artists, if you want love, come to South Africa, let me tell you. I promise, I promise you, South Africans are such a good crowd. Dude, I remember Russ coming. He said he dropped the song the night before yeah. performed and when you performed in south africa they knew the song bar for bar but that's what i'm saying that's what south africans will do like south africans fuck with music so much so like on such a level that i've never seen any other like group of people and that's another thing actually africans in general like fuck with yeah music. like pink Panthers. if you want to come be appreciated come to south africa i love her i love the boys are liar the boys are liar he doesn't see ya. You're not looking at me, boy. I love <laughs> her so much. She's incredible. Yeah, real ones will know when her first few songs were recorded in her uni room. What were What were the first few? I can't remember. The What's movie. happening? Yes. Uh, oh Wait, there's one specific one that I listened maybe to. you should add her to the playlist. Oh, I'm gonna add her. Yeah. There was one specific song that I like listened to a lot. Yes, she is. Um, I think it's Pain. 
I can't remember how it goes, but Pain is so good. Also attracted to you. Yeah. She's such good songs. Anyway. But yeah, she was like, she was trying to hype the crowd up and she's like, I'm not forcing you guys, but I said, Lord, uh, don't do my go dirty like that. No. But yeah, Blackpink's performance, you need to watch it. I'm going to go watch Lord, it. Lord, they left everything on the stage and everyone did their own like individual singles. Oh, shit. Yo. <laughs> and then... I think it's Lisa, her song Money. Yeah. Dollar bills yes. Good. So she dropped the F bomb. Oh my gosh, the K pop stands went crazy. You know how really? big of a deal it is for them to like drop the F bomb. To curse. Yeah. Really? Yo, dude. She's like, drop the money, drop the fucking money. Yo, people yeah. are so shook. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. It's such a good song. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a cough break there. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of our faves, Frank Ocean was headlining. Yeah. Um, Blackpink headlined on the Saturday. Yeah. And it was nice to see because, like, they were saying four years ago, they started on the small, like, stage. Yeah. And now they moved to the main stage. And, uh. like, so nice to see them grow a bit. Oh, they just and they were like the first girl group to be a headliner and the first Asian act to be a headliner, I think. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. We love Blackpink. Mm. But anyways. Sorry. Oh, I need to blow my nose. Uh <laughs> <laughs> while she blows her nose, I'm gonna talk about how badly I want Taylor Swift to come to South Africa. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I spoke about this last episode as well. I will not shut up about it. I will not shut up about it. Okay, I'm back. Until now. Sorry, my nose was like, you know when your voice starts to change? Yes, because yeah. your nose is blocked. Yeah, it and was starting to change. Yeah, and you can't breathe because you have to like talk and breathe at the same time. And I have a lot written down, so. Okay, let's go. We have to get into this. So Frank Ocean was announced um to be headlining Coachella. Yeah. Which is a big deal. Like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people were excited. Also me, I was really excited because I haven't really seen him like perform yeah. as if I'm there. But like, <laughs> I really love uh, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Oh my God. Oh, such a good album. Such a good album. Pink and White. Oh my gosh. That two minutes where he harmonizes. With mm. Beyonce. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. But <coughs> so he's performing, headlining. Yeah. Go child. Was it good? It wasn't. <gasps> no. So for some t- context, Frank Ocean is grieving. He lost his brother in 2020. Oh shit. In a car accident. And he hates Coachella, but him and his brother used to attend it a lot. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's why it was really hard for him yeah. to perform. Um, yeah, I think I sympathize with him. Yeah. It was really hard for him to perform. I think all parties, Coachella, Frank Ocean, shouldn't have come together. Yeah. And put him as a headliner. If he hates Coachella, then why did he perform? Yeah, but I think they shouldn't. I put him together. Yeah. First of all, Frank Ocean is an artist, not a performer. That is a very good distinction now. Frank Ocean in the fucking studio is one of the best artists. But even like pre his break, I mean like, okay, he took a six year break. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't know of Frank Ocean as performing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen any like anyone freak out about Frank Ocean's performance. I've seen them freak out about his songs. But like him performing, <clears throat> like he barely, like they say he, he barely like shows up. Yeah. To like, if he's, so people are like, oh my gosh, at least he showed up. But anyways, minimum. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know him as a performer. And I think that's the distinction Coachella should have made. He's an artist. Yeah. I know they wanted to bring in big names for like headlining, but he shouldn't have been the headliner. Yeah. He shouldn't have even been like, he's an artist. He's not a performer. Like, I think they were setting him up to fail. Yeah. 
Definitely. And he should not have signed that contract. Mm. He's a, he's not a performer. Like, what made the performance bad? Okay, I'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, he's not the only one to blame. Coachella also needs to take responsibility. Yeah. So allegedly, before the performance, the performance like the setup. Yeah. There was supposed to be an ice rink. Oh. With hundreds of dancers like dancing around him, like very serious stage design. Yeah, yeah. Frank decides, I don't want that anymore. So now they have to change the whole stage design allegedly. Okay. And have to melt this ice rink. Keep in mind, the stage was pre-approved months in advance. Yeah, These of course. dancers, pre- like, like, prepared. Yeah, of course. Everyone prepared months in advance for this. And he was like, he scrapped it. Absolutely scrapped it. That right? is insane. And some people, I felt so bad on TikTok. This was also a while off TikTok. People's first-hand, like, experiences. Yeah. Like, you can see it from the person's view, not a media reporting view. So, some people, as soon as the gates opened, ran to the the main stage and basically sat there for about 14 hours (gasps) to get a good spot for your show. No! (laughs) Oh, my word. Like, this girl sacrificed, there's a girl, she sacrificed her last day to come see him. Obviously, you can't blame Frank for that. That's her own sacrifice. That's her own choice, but... So, like, some people literally sat there in the sun, like, for certain amounts of hours. Like, like some, about 10 hours. That's insane. So that they can have, like, a good view of the stage and stuff. Keep in mind, the stage design has, the whole concept has changed. That is insane. So what was the, the concept then? Just insane. Okay, wait. Okay. I suspect, I have notes. I suspect that Frank Ocean doesn't like being famous. He just wants to be an artist and not a celebrity. Yeah, I get that. He gives me the vibes of, this is a job, not a job. He's passionate about it. I want to put out new music, but like I don't like being a celebrity. Yeah. And I respect that. One of my fave Killian Murphy's like that. Oh, uh, okay. The guy from Peaky yeah, Blinders yeah, yeah, and no, Yeah, Inception. He's like that. He's kind of like doesn't want to take photos with fans. He's like I'm more like I want to talk to my fans and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. He's very private. Doesn't have social media. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. I really yeah, of like course. that in an artist. Right. But then you shouldn't perform at Coachella. I really literally I think he shouldn't have performed. And then anyways, he was an hour late. <gasps> an hour? Yeah. It was an hour late. Fuck. So imagine some of these people have been sitting there for 10 hours. And then now, someone's not coming on the stage for an hour. That is. <laughs> and yeah, someone that's... said last year that... The weekend was 40 minutes late. But you'll see why him being an hour late makes it even worse now. Okay. He was an hour late. It was basically, a lot of people commented this. It was a listening party for an album that has been released years ago. (laughs) So, basically, he played songs. First few songs, apparently he was singing on the back, like, Back, backstage. Yeah. Like, fans couldn't see him. And then, like, at times he came out to, like, Nights was playing. Yeah. And dead ass, he was throwing up gang signs and dancing to Nights in slippers, by the way. No. In slippers. No mic. <gasps> Just vibing to the song. And then some, and then people were like, he also had a DJ playing. In his set, like just like playing, like playing his songs, like just playing music, and then his songs had weird remixes, <coughs> weird rem- remixes, and sometimes he wasn't singing the song, and he barely came on stage. Wait, so he was singing from backstage <laughs> for the first few songs? Yeah, that is so fucked up. Oh, and it wasn't live streamed. Like, you know how Coachella has a live stream? Yeah. He cancelled the live stream last minute. 
Because he knew it was going to be... No, he just cancelled the lot. Let me tell you, TikTok was kind of like, dude, like, especially his fans internationally were like, I was so excited to watch and he cancelled. He Like, he was like, doesn't want it live streamed last minute. That's so fucked up. Yeah. So people had to hustle for the live stream on, like, Twitter and Instagram. You know, from people that were on the show. You know when people, like, live stream a concert? Yeah, yeah, like, live stream from their phone. Yeah, so people were like... Guys, <coughs> follow this person. Yeah, like, please live stream the show. They have live streamed, like, a good live stream. They have a good view. That is insane to come on stage. No, actually, to not even go on stage, to sing from backstage and then cancel the live stream. I think it was disrespectful to his fans. Oh, very. For sure. And then people were like, I think everyone lost in the situation. Fans, Coachella and Frank, like everyone lost in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> People are saying they should be grateful to have seen him live. But I feel like that is downplaying playing the emotions of those who went to see him. People are not expecting much. If he just went and sang his songs front to back, no extreme visual or dances. That would have been way better than what people received. 1,000%. Because also saying like, oh, people should just be grateful that they saw him at all. That is such... I, I hate that sentence because I feel that that's just like hoisting <laughs> him up to like a very high status. Like, oh, you should just be grateful that you were in his presence. No, he's a person. As if you didn't pay a lot of money. You didn't spend a lot of money for accommodation, everything, just to... Yeah, yeah, you didn't sit there in the sun for 14 hours, but you should just be grateful that you were in his presence. That's bullshit. Also, um, this girl was like, she was posting, like, she's so excited for Coachella. I saw the video. She's so excited. She saved money. She's driving 17 hours to go and see Frank Ocean. She's <gasps> her favorite artist. She has tattoos of her favorite songs by him. She's so excited. She took off from work for five days. Yep. And that was like, obviously before the performance, the comments were like, ooh, shame, sis, we need an update. Has he released like a statement about the show? I don't know. But I really don't know. And then some people are saying on socials, are saying fans had unreasonable expectations for Frank Ocean. However, I didn't see that from my side of the internet. No. Like, people weren't expecting, especially fans, people weren't expecting, like, a Beyonce, like, thingy thingy. Because obviously that's not his vibe. <laughs> yeah, he's on chill, chill vibes. People just wanted him to, like, walk on the stage and sing his songs live. I feel like... That's the bare minimum. That's what people were expecting. That's literally the bare minimum if you are a live performer. That's the bare minimum. Like, yeah. That's what people were expecting. And people just wanted to hear him sing. But it's fair. It's fair for his fans to have an expectation for them to pay. to Expectation for him to perform. They paid a lot of money and they spent a lot of time. To go and see him. 1,000%. 1,000. Of course you can expect something. It's so unrealistic to say that you should not have expected anything from him. That's such bullshit. Yeah, people... Yeah, I understand the circumstances and stuff. But it's like... But he, then he shouldn't have performed. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have agreed. Yeah, exactly. No, that's insane. Like, people... or Some people on TikTok are just like, guys, like, you should be grateful that... He showed up. I'm like, you should be grateful that he showed up. That's the bare minimum. That is literally the bare it's minimum. It's not even the bare minimum. It's like it's the, the requirement. Yeah. It was obligation. Like, that's the obligation. If you sign a contract and you say that you're going to perform at Coachella, you showing up <coughs> is literally the not even the minimum that you can do. That is just like what you are expected to do. That is like you should. For normal people, that's his job, right? For that's normal what I'm people. Saying. For normal people. Us getting to work is what we should be doing. Imagine waiting an hour for your doctor and then he doesn't even do a proper a proper um, treatment on you and then someone tells you, no, you should just be grateful that he showed up. 
job. And it was like, it was just like if someone else gave you this, if Nicki Minaj put this, you guys did drag her. Yep. By her hair and called her a fucking diva. Yeah. If it was anyone else, yeah. you would have called them specifically a female performer. Yes. You would have called them a diva. If it was a woman, we would be having a very different conversation. And most of the fans, people from the front, were leaving and were like mid-performance saying people are leaving and saying it's not worth it. People are leaving doing a headlining act saying it was not worth it. That is insane. And then Hayley Bieber's husband. <laughs> Did he headline? No. Okay. Hayley Bieber's husband says he supports Frank and his performance on Instagram. He made an Instagram post. First of all, you have this energy for Frank. But you don't have this energy for your wife. Anyway. <laughs> Dude. So true. And then he's you don't have this energy to defend your wife. No. And then Justin Bieber is not the best person to advocate because he fucking nope. hates his fans. He does. Oh my god. He hates that. He hates his believers. He believers. hates them. Dude. He hates so he, them. Wait, so he posted after Frank's performance? Like, Listen. Yeah, yesterday or something, saying like, support you, such a good artistic performance, some shit like that. Such a good artistic performance. What bullshit is that? But basically supporting Frank and his performance. No one cares, Justin. No one cares. Like, how many... <laughs> it's just insane. Okay. He literally... He- this is coming from the person who literally cancelled a tour to like South Africa and has not made any ramifications of, or any attempts at trying to come back. He fucking hates his fans. That's insane. Anyway, like, I'm so sorry for Justin Bieber to be advocating. He hates you. He hates his fans. (laughs) He hates you guys. (laughs) Like he hates you believers. And I don't understand why you guys write so hard for that man. But anyways. Yeah, that's really weird. Yes. (coughs) Fans are not entitled to anything and everything. But I think think they don't respect the people who spend their hard-earned money or time. Because these dedicated fans wouldn't you wouldn't be there without them that's exactly what i'm saying and another thing is like saying that fans don't deserve any and everything that only comes into play with celebrities or people in influencer positions that only comes to play with their personal lives because yes, yeah they are private lives yeah we are I not entitled to, to that yeah because i don't want to know i don't need to know i just want to appreciate the art that they create you know and if the person aligns with my morals and values amazing great but saying that fans are not entitled to anything that doesn't come to play when you paid money to go see them do their job and they do not do their job like credit to drake like there was one award show he made a speech and he's like i've got to thank my fans like some people put in were working extra shifts to get money to go and watch my shows in the cold. Yeah. In the cold. Dude, I saw a video the other day of Billie Eilish. She was supposed to perform in Mexico. Um, and there was a massive thunderstorm. So they had to cancel the show. Like, literally everyone was already standing in front of the stage. But they had to cancel the show because the thunderstorm was so bad. Um, so it was unsafe to turn on the equipment. And they didn't want to endanger, like, anyone in the crowd. Travis should have done that. Anyway, I'm not talking about that now. So they kind of had to cancel the show. But she still came out and she was like, listen, I can't do a full show for you guys. But I don't want you to leave here without. And also, obviously, they were going to refund the people. But even with the refunds, I mean, allegedly, even with the alleged refunds, she was still like on the stage and she came out, just her and Phineas, with an acoustic guitar. And she was like, you guys stood here in the rain. I can't switch anything on now because I don't want to endanger you. I don't want to like... They said it's too dangerous for me as well. But I do want to perform a few songs acoustically for you because that's what I can do now and I want to do that. Yeah. Like that is, that's professionalism, you know? Yeah. It was unprofessional. Like an hour late. Okay. That is so sad. (laughs) Imagine like. And yes, you can be a great artist, but without dedicated fans listening, promoting your music and going to your shows, you would not be where you are, especially financially. 
1000%. There are many great artists who will never see such a great commercial success, even though they will never see such great commercial success, even though they're extremely talented. Yeah. Just because they don't have the platform. That's another reason why it's so much easier for people that are like, like nepotism. That's the reason why, because they already grow up with a little bit of a stage. And that's why, because those people are already like know them. So that's why they get to make all this amount of money. I don't know if that's what I'm saying is making sense, but literally what you're saying, like you are nothing, like not you are nothing, but you would not be where you are without the support of your fans. Yeah. Financially and otherwise. And then he ends the show and he's like, hi guys, I have to end the show because um, of coffee. What? Yeah. He's like, hi guys, um, they say I have to end the show because of curfew. Oops. And you came an hour fucking late. What the Apparently, fuck? That is <laughs> Apparently, artists get charged money if they over curfew. And some people co- commenting like, um, Lil Uzi, like, yeah. was willing to pay his fine for breaking curfew. Yeah. Because of his fan, like, he loved his fans so much and they came all this way to come see him. Yeah, of course. And he was, like, a bit late for his performance. And he was willing to pay the, like, Yeah, that's professionalism. Money. Yeah. You know, something. So it was literally like, um, guys, uh, it's curfew. You have to end the show. Bye. I don't even think he said bye. He just said, oops. That's insane. I and there's videos, videos of after that announcement. Dude, it's fucking dead silence. People were like so confused. So confused. That is so disappointing. So confused confused when he cancelled all the like dances on the ice rink and everything Coachella should have like said okay you're not performing anymore if it was a woman she would have been called such a fucking diva diva bitch besides that I'm a fan of Frank Ocean but and some of the friends like it's okay to be a fan of him and hold him accountable like yeah that's another thing like you get to just because you're a fan of someone's work doesn't mean that you have to support everything that they do in their life like you it's almost you have to hold them accountable because you are the person paying their bills i mean you know what i'm saying that sounds really mean of me to say but you know what i mean like you get to yeah this is what i'm saying you get to hold them accountable when something like this happens i don't i just feel like so heartbroken for Fans, like, they weren't expecting a Beyonce Coachella performance. He could have sat on stage on a bar stool with a mic and just sang his songs. And that would have been better. Frank to motherfucking back. Because that's another, that's something that Adele does. Like, she doesn't have dances and everything, but she's there. She performs. She stands at the mic. She engages with her fans. Like, he could have done that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that you have to have this, like, production level and dances and, like, it's not necessary. Sometimes if you just sit and sing your songs and connect with your fans through the music that they have supported you because of your music, like, that's that's all they need. That's all they want. And his music has, like, some people, like, literally his music has saved me from dark times. But that's another thing because he writes such emotional music and a lot of his music is not centered around but has the feeling of like struggling with things like mental health and um, depression, etc, etc. So the fact that that just didn't, it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's just, it's on the fans part, it's just really sad for fans. Yeah. Like, I don't, like really his friends weren't expecting much but but so I really think like some artists are not frank but in general some artists feel like the sense of entitlement yeah I I get the vibe from that especially with Justin Bieber like Uh. fans should be grateful like dude as if they didn't like the things people do for their favorite artists yeah to just go and see them 
And then it's a disappointing show. Just Frank, just don't listen to Justin Bieber. Out of all people, don't listen to them, man. It's insane. It is insane. But yeah. Yeah, the whole Frank Ocean situation is and there's weekend two. I think weekend two is this weekend. So we'll see how <gasps> it is, it is this weekend. But weekend two is almost is always like a little bit like not lesser, but it's always a little like the artists that perform there are never as big as the no, that's not true. I think it's just that weekend one is when people really go all out with the outfits and then weekend two, everyone just goes for the vibes. Yeah. But anyways, we'll see um, weekend two, what's going on. Yeah. That's insane. Anyways, we have to wrap up. Yeah. What songs will you add to the playlist? Oh, I want to add Attracted to You by Pink Panthers. Yeah. Um, as well as Fame, also by Pink Panthers. She is incredible. I once saw a TikTok. Attracted to you, the mm-hmm. album. Oh, me, no, just sorry. the song. Um, <clears throat> so it showed once... up as the album, yeah. Oh my gosh, and Passion. Sorry, I'm in the Pink Panthers vibe now. I forgot all her good songs. Um, I once saw this video of someone saying that all Pink Panthers songs feel or have the vibe of making up with someone in the dark room to them oh yeah it is such a good vibe okay and then i do want to add <laughs> it's so dumb but i want to add bitch better add my money by rihanna because i that song makes me feel so powerful and it's Real life inspired her accountant fucked her over and she sued them. The way and then she made that song and she got money, her money, some of she they settled out of court. There's that's insane. And I just said, know. Bitch, but I have my money and then she made that song because her accountant fucked her over. There's one line that I love in that song that I can't remember now. It is such a good. Like, pay me what you want. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. good, eh? This is up. This is my favorite line in the entire song. Kamikaze, if you think that you're gonna knock me up, let's uh, uh, bitch. Dude, the way that she says kamikaze, if you think that you got the way that she like, don't act like you forgot. I called a shot, shot, shot. A fucking good song. I need it. You. And like Louis thirteen, it's all on me. Oh, okay. it's oh that's so good song. Uh, I need to get into. You keep telling me that I need to like listen to her albums like in order. I need to do that. She is, dude. My favorite song of hers, Rehab, so good, baby, baby. It's so it's good. It talks good about how she's addicted to someone. Balling bigger than LeBron. Anyway, what do you want to add? Um, um, adding Kate Renata, um, and Gold Link, no Vex. Is it No Vex? Oh, Vex. Vex. No Vex? Vex by Kate Renata. It's Vex O. Why did I say No Vex? It's Vex O by Kate Renata and Goldlink. Okay. You yeah, know, Vex O and Kali Uches. Um, high with my lover. Okay. Is it High with my lover? <laughs> I just want to get high with my lover. Actually, let me add another Kelly Ucha song. I won't add that one. Oh, it's Moonlight. Is it Moonlight? Yeah, I'm High thinking... With My Lover is Moonlight. Yeah, and Kelly Uchis. And um, this song has been trending on TikTok. See you again, Tyler the Creator. See you again. I'm a lala girl, even though I think I'm a okay, okay. Anyone <laughs> who knows that trend will know. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i hope you guys enjoyed the episode yeah enjoyed ranting about frank ocean and many other things yeah and humanities that was quite a big that was yana's rant for the day that was my rant for the week no i'll probably have some more later this week but you guys won't hear it <laughs> anyway um comment reply to us or send dms whatever um, on Instagram and smash the like button smash that like button subscribe tell all your friends get us your thousand milli <laughs> get, 
get us into the six digits. Anyway, wrote to Tim Millie. Yeah, wrote to Tim Millie with the Yuppie Yuppie podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We Thank think you we're so funny. Hi. <laughs> I think that we are hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> bye.